Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And we're working with Ray here to see if we can get him maybe to trust a little more than he does this winning streak that the that the dubs are enjoying. Well, um, and you, well, you'll fail at that. 888-957-9570. And the text line humming to life here. Uh, let's see. Uh, gentlemen, I, you, you may be underestimating the Dubs' second-half defensive effort. Don't, respect, don't disrespect the Trailblazers' offense. Yeah, that's a good point. Portland came in. They have a top top five offense, I think. Yeah, well, they didn't have one last night. They did for a while from the 415. Ray has trust issues. Give him a big man hug. Let him know everything is going to be all right. I think that's why Lucas is here. Would you be okay with that if Lucas at some point gives you a big man hug and lets you know everything's going to be all right? Only if he wants to get punched in the throat. <laughs> From the 510, the fact that Rado is judging the team's defense during the regular regular season. That's your first problem, right? The defense for all teams will show up once the playoffs come about. Just yeah, because thoughts. they're happy being two games over 500 and having to win three games in a row just to get there. That's yeah. That, that's that's the that's the standard that they've set. Is let's just be somewhere in the middle. Let let's have the same record as the Atlanta Hawks. That's what we want to be. But they're doing something about it now. They're playing better now. That's what matters. From the five one zero, ten percent worried due to the mediocre play this year. Hence the record. But ninety percent confident because I think. Like the second half of last season, the uh, the Dubs seem to be regular season coasting. They're not coasting. They were earlier in the year, I think. Oh, no, they weren't coasting. It's that road trip through Charlotte, Orlando, Detroit. That wasn't in coasting. That was free falling. Hmm. I mean, it, they they. I don't think you can make a case that they've played well, except in very short spurts, and they've wrapped those up with. Equally long spurts of looking awful, but I don't think, and that's why they're where they are right now, and that's why any rational person shouldn't trust them yet. But it, it's not unreasonable to suggest that one of the reasons they've had some of these stretches where they haven't played well is because they've coasted, and it's not an excuse. But I think we saw that especially early in the year. I'm with you. You can't say that, you know, into February and March, but I think we did see that early in the year when they would lose a game, say that game in Detroit, and Steve Kerr would bang on the drum and say, we need urgency, urgency. And like, eh, and we just won a championship. Then we had to go to Japan. Eh, it's October. Those are excuses. And th this is a team that was never beholden to excuses before. They owned what they did, whether it was good or bad. This year, 
I don't think it was coasting. I think it was they had a flaw that has continued to this day, which is they can't sustain anything. Now, maybe this is where it turns around, but you're not going to convince me of that till they they finish that three-game roadie, then the five-game roadie after that, because that's one of the places where they are demonstrably like Spurs, Rockets, Pistons, Hornets, awful. You know, show us what you do when you're away from home because nobody's got a record as preposterous as this one where you look at them and you, you look at the, the home record, which is one of the best in basketball, unquestionably. You know, they're 25 and 7. The only two teams in the West that are better than them are Memphis and Denver. And the only two teams in the East are Milwaukee and Boston. That's the four best teams in basketball. So at home, they're one of the best teams in basketball. On the road, they're one of the five worst teams in basketball, and it's not close. Fix that. Fix the fact that you, you barely now just got under giving up 118 a game. I still think it all comes down to defense, and you're right. Well, if they play the it, defense fine. has been terrible on the road. It's been spotty at home at times. It's been good, like last night in the third quarter. It was good. By the way, that you know we were talking about the Kings. And, and Mike Brown, of course, left the Warriors, went up there. And I know a lot of fans have wondered, well, how, how has that hurt them defensively? And it's hard to figure that out, Ray, because, as you said, uh, and as anyone knows, if you've watched the Kings, you know, they got Mike Brown, but they've been terrible defensively, and he's supposed to fix that. But one thing he did well last year was, with the Warriors, their opponent-specific defenses at times were very good. And that's what's encouraging about the last couple of games. Mike Brown's... Uh, on now to Sacramento, and they just they they they're on a winning streak. But the last two games, the Warriors have come up with you know boxing one stuff, and it's been effective. And they're finding an identity defensively again. We'll see. You're right. We can't leap to any conclusions after three games uh, that they won that include a win over you know Portland and one over Houston. But there are reasons to be optimistic. And Steve Kerr. Uh, talked last night about using that win over Portland as a learning experience or a building block for the playoffs. I told the players in our walkthrough that this is a great game for us because this is kind of what the playoffs are about. you got to figure out your opponent and maybe throw something different at them and then have the poise to stay with it. So it's really easy if you do what we did tonight and take the ball out of Dame's hands and they hit like four or five threes right away. It's really easy to sort of say this isn't going to work, but you just have to remember the forest for the trees you know you just got to remember 48 minutes let's keep keep at it but do it a little bit better and trust that what we're trying to do will work sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't but the main thing is that the team feels it and goes through that process because we got a lot of young guys who haven't haven't been through it before ray i'm a big steve kerr fan i look forward to talking to him at five i uh i bristle at how much criticism he's gotten this year for not developing the young players all that said what do you make of steve kerr saying that game against portland hey guys this is like a playoff game it is well every game's a playoff game for them now because every game matter i mean tonight like 9 of the 10 teams in that 4 to 13 envelope are playing they have to the warriors have to pay attention to all of them i mean just you know, last night the only other team in that group that won was minnesota that's a big night for them that's how they get from 9 to 5 and you know that's what every night's going to be from now on which is how do we do against the teams that we didn't play? 
And while Steve Kerr needs to have them concentrating on only the game they're playing, the fact is the rest of us who have to pay attention to this nonsense, you know, have to look at the rest of the conference. You don't worry about what Denver and Memphis is doing. They're not catching them. You know, Sacramento is still, you know, a distance away. You, you don't worry about them yet. And you don't worry about San Antonio or Houston because they can lose better than anybody else. Everybody else, those games matter. That's what's great from a fan's perspective. Oh, it's sensational. I mean, this, this is a godsend if you like to see mediocre teams battling like crazy. The problem is, of those teams in the middle, there's only one with a championship pedigree. That's this one, and that's why it looks worse when these guys do it than when the Clippers do it, or Phoenix does it, or Minnesota does it, or Oklahoma City does it. Hell, Oklahoma City's the happiest team in America because they were supposed to be one of those tanking juggernauts. You know, they're they're in this. You know, you know, life's great for them. Shay's out now, and it looks like maybe they're deciding, eh, we've contended as long as we want to. But I, I, I agree with your point. Draymond Green on the defensive plan last night against the Blazers. You know, you overreact and you get out of character. You know, we've been down against this team before, 17 points, 20 points, you name it. With the pace of the NBA today, you can come back from down 30, no problem. You know, because you're going to have enough possessions. And so it's really about staying even kill and sticking to the game plan. You know, we come out, you're plugging off Matisse Dybul. He goes five for six from three. He, you know, he hits those first, what, three or four threes. It's easy to overreact, but he's five from six from three. And Damian Lillard's two from seven from three. And what it does to the defense is is totally different than if Dame's five for six from three because now you're overreacting everybody's you know you're sending two and three guys and other guys are getting open shots and so you know just stick to the game plan i think i'm in a position to say that because i i know this coaching staff i know when they put specific game plans together it works i've seen it work year after year playoff run after playoff run when they lock in and put a specific game plan together we want to guard guys this way make this guy score and not let this guy when they do that it works you know coach told us before the game like hey we're gonna try this game plan and this is more like a playoff game plan for us you come out in the first half houston rockets hit all the threes and you stay the course not switch your defense, not get away from what you wanted to get to. And we did that in, you know, second half, it was a totally different game. You hear what Draymond said there, like, hey, I know when this staff in the past, when they've prepared a game plan like this, it works. And I think we can um, we can draw the conclusion that maybe the Warriors haven't been preparing the game plans the same way defensively as they did when Mike Brown was here. And maybe they're making an adjustment in that regard, too. It's Whitey in for Damon. It's Damon Ratto, 95-7 the game. Want to just address this whole issue of the Warriors coasting because people are talking about excuses. There's no excuses for that. I'm not saying it was an excuse for them. I'm saying I think it did happen and was one of the reasons that they got off to such a bad start. Again, I'm not saying, oh, it's fine, they're coast. I'm just saying I think you could see that. And I think by the time they snapped back into realizing, wow, it's on, then it was too late. But you had, you know, you had Clay didn't play in the offseason and the team was they had to go to Japan. I don't know that they were ready for the start of the regular season. They certainly weren't the way they were ready last year because last year nobody was ready for them. So they're still overcoming all that. But the biggest problem, again, is the fact that they have not defended well. And that's why it's encouraging uh, to see them play defense the way they did last night. And that's why I don't think it's coasting. Because the one thing we knew during the early part of the season was that the veterans were playing well. 
but the second the second string or the the, the second unit is more accurately wasn't and it was dramatically different the starters were among the best you're putting up the best metrics in the game and the second unit was putting among the worst metrics so some people were playing defense and others weren't i mean we've called defense a collective thing with this team but i think this team was two teams for the longest time and even now i'm not quite sure that you know that that hasn't been fully solved but it's better than it was you've now got some people in the second unit who are relatively reliable you know divincenzo oh he's playing for you nominally yeah but i mean i'm I'm talking defensively Mm -hmm. kaminga has been a better defender yeah that's not defended it's not everything you should have i mean they're still you know I still don't trust them defensively because they haven't done it over an extended period of time the way you're used to seeing them do it. Why do you think so many fans are just totally out on Anthony Lamb? Like, because why? he's not young. He's not old. No, but he's not He's not one of their... Why can, why, they, Wiseman's as good as him. They should just play Wiseman instead of him. Why aren't they doing that? Because I mean, a lot of people, we hear that a lot from people. Yeah, well, which is why you shouldn't be reading that nonsense. I mean, the fact is... You know, if you want to talk about Wiseman specifically, I'll do this very quickly because I think we've said it a hundred times. Mm-hmm. He isn't the center they wanted him to be, and he didn't get enough games where he could prove otherwise because he was hurt a lot. He missed a whole year with an injury and bits of the other two. Also, because the Warriors weren't playing trustworthy basketball. They couldn't just give him free minutes. You say, here, figure it out. Detroit can do that because they have no responsibilities and it doesn't matter to them whether he does well or not because we don't know if he's part of their, their, their long-term plan. They've already got a bunch of big guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.